Welcome back to the Let's Call It Nothing podcast where we talk all things fangirl. Lately, we have been rereading, reading Midnight Sun by Stephanie Meyer. <laughs> One person is in Twilight. this group is yes. rereading. Peyton has read it before. She's reading it again. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest of us read it 10 years ago <laughs> when it was illegally put online and then legally put online by Steph herself. Anyways, we have been reading it and we are over halfway through it now. Thank goodness, because I got to tell y'all, I-, I need it to be over. <laughs> Same. I'm ready for it. I'm just at that point. You Last- decided it was, you decided we were going to make this podcast. <laughs> and we were going to go I was excited. Over. I was pumped. And now I'm over it. <laughs> well, I quit. Everybody's like, why are y'all going through the, whole- we didn't realize the whole season was going to be about Midnight Sun. I was like, well, how could we do it in just a few <laughs> episodes? There is- we have too many. Th- it's not just about Midnight Sun. It's about all of our ramblings concerning this mm-hmm. whole world that Steph Meyer created. Last time, Edward revealed himself. Revealed. There was a lot of caressing. Yes. Ew. A little smoochy smooch. Meh. He threw a tree at one point, <laughs> and now we're okay with each other. Today, we will be picking it back up with Mind Over Matter, Chapter 18, and then Chapter 19. Home, before we get started, I got a little quiz for y'all. Okay. You okay. ready? So, I pulled some quotes from the Twilight movie. I think this is just the first movie. I'm gonna fail. Because that's what I found online mm-hmm. the first click I did you're gonna have to guess who said it okay what is she to me Rosalie yes ding 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 point for Peyton I'm not taking points though. <laughs> I am because I'm competitive okay, next like one. Emmett. I dream about being with you forever Della Ding ding ding! That's what I was about to say. So. Get with her, Ruba. Come on, jump into it. It's La Push, baby. <laughs> Go ahead, Ruba. <laughs> Eric. It is Eric. Good job. Oh, you do smell good, Alice. Alice. Good job. That was in the chapter we're about to go over. <laughs> we can't be apart. Is it Bella? It is Bella. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It is the national pastime. <laughs> Edward. Edward. It's also in the next chapter. <laughs> like the next few chapters. It's like first grade all over again. You're the shiny new toy. Jessica? It is Jessica. Y'all did a great job and that's all I got for today. <laughs> Good job. Next time I will be pulling them from another source. <laughs> <laughs> I can like, I can imagine that last one with Jessica. Yeah, I was that. trying yeah. to remember how they said these, but also I didn't want to make it too obvious, even though I definitely did. I mean, Eric's line is very iconic. There it's is the yeah. push, baby. There is no other way to say that. That thought it was funny. And see, I think with the shiny new toy, Edward mentions it. Mm-hmm. In yeah, I was book. thinking that. I was, like, I was like, that's not that? that's not how he sounds. No. no. <laughs> okay, so chapter eighteen is Mind Ever Matter, which goes along with Twilight's chapter. Chapter 14, by the same name, Edward decides that it was better he was driving because all this joy would override a human body. Therefore, Bella would not be able to drive and pay attention to him at the same time. He is (laughs) so much about, like, I don't know. He's so dramatic. It's hilarious to hear his thoughts. It's like both hilarious, but also annoying at the same time. All right. We got to get into it. This is my biggest pet peeve of the whole twilight dear god what is your problem edward uh-huh he's your problem this <laughs> yes he's yes. <laughs> no okay so this man is apparently a virtuoso that's been alive for a hundred years and do you know what this man has the old or child i guess i should say has the yeah. audacity to say 60s and 70s music was okay oh my god Yeah. (laughs) I was so offended. He was like, there was some okay stuff, but it wasn't much played on the radio. And I was like, I made a whole list of bands that I could name off the top of well, my head. where was he in the 60s, And also, he can't get high, so I feel like that would be <laughs> a little bit. I'm sober most of the time. <laughs> Not right now. <laughs> Not right now, but I'm sober most of the time, and I can get down to some Pink Floyd, Fleetwood yeah. Mac. Yeah. I mean, there was Johnny Cash in the 60s. So Edward just has no taste. No taste. I mean, I thought we established that, but yeah. okay. <laughs> I established Bella had no taste. Edward doesn't either, evidently. Yeah. Well, I that's mean, why like, they go together. They did wear the same outfits. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I mean, like, Queen. I can go on and on and on. Yeah, yeah. And these were, and he was like, I mean, there were a few exceptions, but they weren't played on the radio. And I'm like, those were all big radio bands. I think he was just living in the woods at this point. 
apparently, because he's like, I, I didn't care for disco. Okay, so you weren't a huge fan of ABBA. You know, whatever. What? <laughs> he's a human disco ball. Why does he need to go to the disco? <laughs> he can just stay in the sunlight. But I mean, 60s and 70s rock is like amazing. Seriously amazing. And I don't understand how a virtuoso could get out of that. Yeah. I mean, I get it to some extent with like Leonard Cohen and Bob Dylan and them because they're amazing songwriters and they're and this is just a personal opinion of mine their rhythm or their vocals are not a hundred percent there but their songwriting abilities are amazing and their songs are amazing and that could be what he's referencing but I don't know it's still a travesty (laughs) that this line was in this book and it it hurts me it hurts me a lot it hurts your soul it hurts my soul (laughs) and I just had to get it out there because I cannot get it like I liked Edward all up until this point (laughs) you know earlier we were talking about our deal breakers off mic yeah is this one of your deal breakers this is one of my deal breakers (laughs) i don't think i could live with somebody that doesn't enjoy 60s and 70s rock would it be like you play it and just see his reaction and if he makes a face you're like sorry man yeah exactly like i mean my handles are like songbird because Mm -hmm. of fleetwood mac i have a first edition pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah. I mean, I have, I you have to enjoy that type of music. And I just, I couldn't be with somebody that didn't enjoy that type of music because that's how I bond is with music. Mm-hmm. I think that's also along, maybe not necessarily this era's music, but just music in general. Yeah. I feel like that's a deal breaker for me that if we don't at least enjoy some of the same types of music, mm-hmm. that we just aren't going to click. I mean, it doesn't have to be 100%. Yeah. Because I like indie music and I don't, I know that's not everybody's mm-hmm. cup of tea. But 60s and 70s music is so great. I mean, you're missing out on so much good music if you completely disregard them. That was my rant. Edward's supposed to be a virtuoso, but yet he doesn't. I'm sorry, Esme's line, he's musical. You can't be musical or a virtuoso and not enjoy that kind of music. Mm -hmm. It amazes me. He enjoys Linkin Park. That's still funny to me. But (laughs) not... I'm telling you, Stephanie Meyer, self-insert. That's all that we're talking about right now it, it totally she doesn't is. like that kind of music so i don't she think doesn't. she knows what she's when she wrote you think that, that was just like a throwaway line i think she was only thinking about disco i don't think she actually because when you think queen you don't realize that's 70s yeah, music yeah. when you think pink floyd you don't realize mm-hmm. what era that comes mm-hmm. from and i mean if you just think about stephanie Meyer in general she's she was born in 74 i think because i think mm-hmm. it's my mom's age and so she grew up in the 80s so that's probably what yeah focused on and then also, Bella mentions Simon and Garfunkel, which is 70s too. And Edward's going to... Quick Google search, Steph. I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. It was just odd because she's going to mention Simon and Garfunkel and how she enjoys that. And then Edward's going to be like, I don't like 60s and 70s music. I think it's just a throwaway line, honestly. Maybe. I think most people didn't focus that much on it, but you clearly did. That's okay. <laughs> I mean, like, that's a big part of my life. Yeah, yeah. Maybe this is another thing that's supposed to age Edward, considering the question she asked right after that is are you ever going to tell me how old you are mm-hmm. love it oh and johnny ace is playing on the radio which is a mind boggle of its own but <laughs> i'm not gonna get into that bella asked how old he really is and he worries about it bothering her he's like she may not be bothered by the vampire thing but she may be bothered by the age thing because i'm definitely a pedophile he doesn't say that but <laughs> i feel like at this point like who cares yeah I mean, that that reminds me they had that conversation um on the recent episode of buffy i watched and she's like or he said i'm 200 whatever years old and I'm jealous of a 17 year old boy liking you like that's yeah. really messed up and she's like it's okay I don't know it's just strange that that's what he's worried about which I mean I guess so but he's worried about every darn little thing yeah. oh yeah but <laughs> I mean like if you don't age past 17 mentally which he has not so I don't really see a point in that bothering somebody with that being said I'm kind of skeeved out about like 14 year olds and 18 year olds going together because I say with a four year age gap with my boyfriend but at the same time it doesn't count after your after your after you get your frontal lobe it's fine but like 14 and 18 years old is two entirely different ages mm-hmm. yes yes and, it is and you're not on the same wavelength at that point so it's creepy but at the same time it's like well he's not technically over 17 mm-hmm. so it's not that big a deal and then we go into he tells her about his origin story about how he was as a human and then he talks about his family as in the Collins and apparently and this is the only note 
I have about it because I feel like we've all kind of discussed the Cullens and the origins. Apparently, Emmett and Edward are the primary defenders yeah. of the group. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. I thought it was interesting, too, because... Get the bear and the lime. I mean, not necessarily Carlisle and Esme, but why isn't Rosalie a part of that? Because she's a girl. I don't know. Yeah, because I feel like... She's pretty fierce. Yeah. And it's kind of... I don't remember what he said that, like, Rosalie brought to the table specifically. I, we'll go over that later, but yeah, she should be concerned Her stubbornness, her yeah. tenacity. tenacity. Yes, her tenacity. And I feel like that's needed in, like, a primary defender of your family. Mm-hmm. Maybe she just felt like... Maybe he felt like she just wasn't concerned with it, or... Mm-hmm. Or yeah, maybe she's like, considered a secondary defender. This, well, but, at this mm-hmm. point, he has such, like, internal and external beef with Rosalie that, like, mm-hmm. uh, he just doesn't consider her to be Which, concerned. I mean, it's funny that I think that, but then at the same time, like, when Jasper and Alice come in, which is what, what he's talking about, is them just showing up yeah, one day. All, all of the family origins, essentially, like, how yeah. Emmett got there, how Alice and Jasper got there. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that, like, during this conversation that he mentions, like, whenever she's asking about how do you become a vampire, like, you must be dying for this to happen, and he's like, no, like, Carlisle just decided he won't turn people unless they're dying, mm-hmm. and he feels like that's needed. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's... And, sorry, go ahead. And he's like, I wondered if I was dancing closer to the answer she sought because part of me wanted her to know, wanted her to find a way to stay with me. He's saying all this thinking, oh, like, maybe her knowing this could have that future that Alice envisioned. But mm-hmm. also, like, the way he's answering it, he's not wanting her to know that just, like, you can be changed any old time. But yeah. he's like, oh, she's a smart girl, which I can disagree with at <laughs> some point. <laughs> I mean, she already called herself stupid. Yeah. We agree with that, so... But like I was saying earlier with the Defenders thing, I wanted to say, and I'll just throw this out there, Jasper is added into this as a Defender, but Alice isn't, but I understand that more because... Jasper is like, there's no way in hell I'm letting Alice defend anybody. Yeah. Like, I know you don't like Jasper, but I'm, <laughs> the more I read this and the more I look into it, I'm like, I really like Jasper. I just don't Well, to him. be honest, like, I think, I don't know if it's just Just these. because of how he is with Alice. It's, like, mm-hmm. it's these couple of chapters, this one and the next one are probably half of the one after because it's as far as I've read so far. These chapters have actually made me like both Jasper and Rosalie more. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That was a K as in I don't agree. (laughs) I don't have a problem with him. I wish him and Alice all the happiness in the world. Mm -hmm. I think he's going to be great one day. One day. (laughs) I mean, he's not like a standout character as far as the Twilight series, but I feel like as far as a romantic partner, he is like the best romantic partner. If I am listing Cullens, he is the name that I put last just because... That's how I think. And he's the name I'm most likely to forget. Yeah. (laughs) With that being said, I feel like he's like my Horatio from Hamlet of romantic partners. Like he's a stoic character, doesn't change, but at the same time, He's always there when you need him. That's true. But anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there. Team Alice and Jasper all the way. Bella's stomach growls and they talk. They walk to the porch. They didn't talk to the porch. They walked to the porch. <laughs> Are you sure they didn't Are talk they to talking the walking? <laughs> Possibly. But I don't add that in. And on the porch, we finally, finally, we finally get it. Edward has finally admitted to watching Bella No, he sleep. literally like opens the door door and she's like wait a second she's like why do you know where the extra key is like i come come around often (laughs) her brain is just like wait a second she's like like, so what do you do while you're here and also how does he know where the key is there that he but he goes in the window i know that's what i thought too we're missing some stuff in the (laughs) fact that he has investigated the entire house yeah that's what i'm saying i thought the same thing i was like you don't ever go to the front door though so why do you know where the key is I don't know. Either there is a plot hole, which is entirely possible, <laughs> <Definitely>. or <laughs> we're missing a, a part or a chunk of this where Edward has just decided to explore the Swan household. He probably has, though. Like, honestly, I can see that being something that he does. I do want to mm-hmm. say, like, I glanced through Twilight a little bit to see how Bella really feels about this. Oh, my God. I, and yeah, that's my like, next point. Yeah, she's freaked out over it. 
But she's also kind of flattered. Yeah. I don't think she wants to be flattered of the fact that this guy who's a vampire has been coming into her house late at night and watching her sleep. But she's like, oh, he really does like me. Yeah. I'm glad that the Twilight book is like that because reading it from Edward's point of view, it honestly is just like she's not yeah, creeped out about yeah. it at all. Yeah, because my next bullet is Bella shrugs it off. She just shrugs it off because the only thing she's concerned about is what she said in her sleep. Yeah. <laughs> and they go inside. Bella microwaves some food. Edward contemplates learning to cook, which I think is really sweet. I think it is too. Um, I don't think he would be able to do it well for a long time, but... No. <laughs> One thing he can't do well, she would love that. Yeah. She would. I could not trust somebody cooking for me that doesn't know taste. Oh, yeah. My taste specifically. <laughs> that, that's, that's my point. Like, he doesn't know taste, so like... like I like hot food. I like spicy food, but it's gotta be a certain amount of spice. I mean, it depends on other things, because I can eat those uh, mango habanero buffalo wild wings. I can only eat two at a time, and I cry the whole time, but I will keep eating them because they're delicious. I mean, it really depends, but if a vampire tried to cook for me, I would probably die <laughs> because he'd be like, I need to put more spice in this. <laughs> All the red pepper flakes. <laughs> oh, no. Um, I do want to back up a smidgen, a few pages, actually, just because I okay. marked something whenever he mentions the vultury and how she really doesn't need to worry about the vultury because they'll never be part of her life. <laughs> Foreshadowing. <laughs> Foreshadowing. That's mm-hmm. I just marked that. Anyway. So anyway, while they're in the kitchen, she asks him how many times he's watched her sleep and he's honest with her, which Shocker. I was, yeah, I know. He's very honest in the next couple of chapters. Yeah. I'm like, hmm. They talk about what she says in her sleep. He's like, you said my name. Yeah. And, <laughs> and some guy named Edmund. And she like freaks out over that, which. Same. No, she freaks out over what she said in her sleep. Not the fact She's that he, like, he's totally What did I say? And he's violated. like, oh, thank God. <laughs> Not that he's totally violated her privacy or anything. Like, man, I drool in my sleep and you saw that? I'm really curious, though. How different would this be if Bella slept naked? <laughs> he wouldn't be coming around every night. No. You don't think so? No. no. I think he would. I don't think he would be as willing to I it. I think he has enough restraint. No. Edward is so confusing, man. <laughs> Honestly, I think he'd go the first night and figure out that she was naked underneath and run away is what I would think. But <laughs> I think he would fight it because he could still just I mean he's justifying it now by saying I'll just listen yeah He's like, he's justifying it now as in, I'm protecting her because who knows what could be out there or what dangers are in here. And, and what he, if something comes at her while she's naked? <laughs> she's naked right now and there could be a fire. I need to be right in here. <laughs> I need to be right there with the bathrobe ready just in case. Exactly. Her contact lenses? Exactly. <laughs> I really don't think that he would be able to hold himself back if she were, she were naked. In the- <laughs> <laughs> under them naked. covers yeah we have to say naked not naked sorry i'm just thinking of the american dad <laughs> episode where if you haven't seen it george bush is drunk at uh stan's house and stan's trying to put clothes on him he's like i want to be naked and that's all i can think of and that's all i ever say <laughs> oh now gone. like i used to hate to hear people say naked i would only say naked but now i'm like i want to be naked um the little southern version of that <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh edward here's charlie about to arrive and they decide it would be best if he doesn't know about them which edward seems conflicted about (laughs) he's like why wouldn't she tell him about us like but i want to be your boyfriend in real life i want everyone to know and shut up from the roof i mean i could kind of understand slightly since edward's entire family already knows and they've known this whole time about everything that's going on and it's kind of like some um i guess accountability too Mm -hmm. so that someone in her life actually knows about him which i mean i kind of had to deal with this um here recently like i just recently met my boyfriend's family or part of his family and he's just recently met mine i really was holding it off a lot because of how my parents are And the uh, inquisition that would lead to and everything. I cannot imagine the day that that happens for me. (laughs) It's rough. I mean, like, I just try to hold it off for as long as possible. I don't mind meeting meeting their, his family, but my family, I'm just like, I'm so scared. Because I never know what's going to come out of any of their mouths. Charlie comes in and Bella tries to act normal, which she sucks at. He's like, what's going on? (laughs) Charlie's like, is she going to try to leave the house? Yeah. Charlie asks. He's very concerned about her. 
daughter sneaking out. And I'm like, do you know your daughter? Yeah. No, he, he doesn't. doesn't. That's <laughs> the point. He's currently dating a vampire. Also, I'm going to go ahead and mention it, even though it's not until next chapter we find out that he um, unhooked her battery cable. But the fact that he thought she could sneak out in that truck and him not hear it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He just didn't know what to do. He's yeah. just trying. He's that, trying. That's true. Because if she had just turned it on, he would have heard it. I don't know if you're there yet, but I did find something interesting about Charlie's thoughts. Yeah, I was thinking that too. I didn't write it down, but we can so, go ahead and say yes, it. I have the paragraph and I'm going to read some of it. So Edward intrudes in Charlie's thoughts because that's what happens. Okay. And he's like, oh, like his thoughts aren't that hard to get into today for whatever reason. Um, and he's trying to make sense of them. So he says, then a sudden confusion of images, nebulous and without context, a 1971 mustard yellow Impala, the Forks High School gym decorated with crepe paper, a porch swing and a girl with bright green barrettes in her pale hair. Two red vinyl seats at a shiny chrome bar in a tacky diner. A girl with long dark curls walking around or walking along a beach under the moon. And I'm like, is this some of Charlie's past? And also there are two different girls mentioned. So I'm like, is there a love triangle in Charlie's past? And I got really invested for about two minutes. <laughs> yeah. So what are our thoughts like? I really didn't realize that there were two different girls. Well, there's the one with the pale hair. Mm-hmm. See, yeah. that being said, it may be a young girl and maybe like a sister or something. Yeah. Because see, I thought I was seeing the girl with the brunette curls and I was thinking Renee. That Yes, that's what I was thinking. And him meeting her and uh-huh. them going out. Like it may be that case, but I want to know who the blonde girl is. Like what the Bretts mentioned, it may be a little girl because I feel like that would be Stephanie Meyer's way of like aging her down. Yeah. But I don't know because it was the 80s or 70s. Yeah. I mean, that's initially what I was thinking. I'm like, love triangle. Prom, Who knows? Trauma. Intrigue. I'm like, I want this. Yeah. Give me some Riverdale-esque drama. Or it could be like him. It could be like different stages of his life. The two yeah. love interests. As I was had. reading it right now, that's kind of what I was thinking. But yeah, I was very invested for two minutes, like I said. Okay. So anyway, Charlie asks about boys because he's thinking about his high school time. And Edward gets jealous of Mike for some reason. I mean, why is he, he never not jealous of Mike? Is the real why question. Why do you need to be <laughs> like, I wasn't sure if I'd ever dislike anyone so much as that pointless, insignificant boy. <laughs> I don't understand it because he dude, doesn't either. <laughs> I'm like, true. Okay, so I'm not a jealous person. I've never dated jealous people. So I don't get it because I'm like, if I choose to be with you, that's who I'm with. And especially now, like I get it in the earlier chapters, but like right now, she said she wants you. She has stated it. She says all that stuff. I don't understand why you're like, Mike. It's just just he has these human emotions overcoming him mm-hmm. and he doesn't know how to deal with them. The love for Bella is also overcome with the jealousy of any other guy who has feelings for her. So Bella rushes in the room and then rushes out to get ready for bed. <laughs> Can I have a <laughs> me? human moment? <laughs> and while she's in the bathroom taking a shower or whatever. Taking Edward, her sweet ass time. Yeah, I don't think it was that sweet. I'm pretty sure it was short and simple but Edward reads half a book in the time. Okay. No, so like I thought he would finish the book by the time she came back because I was like, "Are you reading it slow?" He's sniffing it too, Reba. Come on, he's like, "This is her favorite book that I haven't read. I need to read it." And he's like, "This is one of my new favorite books because it's her favorite." Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, I've rolled my eyes at that. He's something else. Anyway, <laughs> when she returns, they sit on her bed and discuss Charlie, thinking she's going to sneak out. <laughs> this after he scares the out of her because she I love that part she's looking around the room she looks out the window she's like Edward Edward and he's like right here and he's laying across her bed casually because it's dark and this bitch didn't realize to turn on the lights <laughs> night light Bella you got a lamp by your bed Let I, it don't, I don't understand like you obviously have company and I understand not turning on the light when you're going in mm-hmm. but when you shut the door flick on the light where'd you go common sense just it is, doesn't exist in this book Bella really doesn't have, have any Bella does not have any <laughs> and he talks about how smart she is and let's just think of this edward are you smart. here darkness oh what's the switch beside my door <laughs> you know that line from my favorite movie a 
Cinderella story where Fiona's like, you're not very so pretty, pretty and you're not very bright. <laughs> That's me to Bella Swan. <laughs> She's book smart, not any other kind of smart. I don't sure. know. <laughs> I had not seen her report card as proof. <laughs> Edward thinks she's smart, but I, I have my doubts because <laughs> it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out, let me turn on this light and see where Edward is. Honestly, that would be some sh** that I do. <laughs> but I'm not very smart, so. I feel like most people wouldn't be like, Edward, where are you? And No, I, I, I would turn, turn on my phone light. I would yeah. I would turn on the light and just get the sh- scared out of me because he's there on the bed. <laughs> I would jump no matter what because I'm the jumpiest person. <laughs> okay. Are y'all ready for more canoodling? Mm-hmm. They talk for a bit and Edward touches her collarbone. Oh, scandalous. What is she wearing? And sexual tension. I thought she was wearing like flannel pajamas, but I could be making that up. (laughs) See, okay. So I didn't know. I I questioned this myself because I imagined it as flannel pajama bottoms and then a camisole, but I could be wrong. That's real scandalous. I got to find the part because he makes a comment on what she's wearing. Situation. Well, she doesn't have that much, according to Mike. So we got to put that into account. But still, even when I didn't have them, I still like you could see them. I don't know. I never really thought about it. But I just, I, if I were no wearing, one ever thinks about it. If I were wearing pajamas, I would wear a camisole on top most of the time mm-hmm. because I feel choked if I'm wearing any pajamas at all. Oh, I wear like a sweatshirt with the hood on. We're two entirely different. I people. need every part of me covered when I sleep. <laughs> nope, oh, I got my no, face. I need a blanket over me, but n- no, no clothes. Mm, in wintertime, I'm like down in it. Mm-mm. While Reba is investigating what Bella's wearing. We always need to know Bella's outfit choices because <laughs> they're, they're a fun time. Fashion. Fashion. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not really sure it, it says exactly what she's wearing. I looked and I couldn't find anything other than she was wearing pajama I bottom. Mean, it's not important. Like, I can imagine what hideous outfit Bella would pick out to wear to bed with her boyfriend. I mean, I was very disappointed in the Twilight movie and saw her wearing a blue okay it literally just says this she hesitated for a second her eyes flashing down to her well-worn pajamas and then crossed her arms in an almost apologetic posture she didn't bring out the fancy pajamas girl take out the tags see i guess she didn't plan for this because i have i don't even have men friends over but if i did I have pajamas ready for them. <laughs> There's sexual tension at this point. Remember, he's oh touched gosh. her collarbone. Ooh, Which her collarbone. Very intimate. Yeah. If someone touched my collarbone, I'd be like, okay. He really cool. likes to touch her collarbone and her throat. And that's, that's yeah. the gist of it. a vampire, Reba. Jeez. <laughs> they discuss touching, first love, and jealousy. And that's as far as I'm going to get into it on that because there's just more touching and then more talking. Lots of touching, lots of covering. And then. And it literally says, mind over matter. And then Edward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Says it twice, actually. Um, I don't see the first one here that he says. Edward uh, tells Bella, duck. <laughs> Get under the covers. Yeah, no, that scene is so funny. <laughs> and then Charlie comes in and checks on her because he's like, she's totally sneaking out. <laughs> Not sneaking out. Her boyfriend snuck in. <laughs> and that's when he's like, he will never be an actress. <laughs> yeah. He tells yeah, her. Yeah, dad, I'm completely asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and then they end up cuddling in the bed. And I'm yeah. like. <laughs> I get really cold when I sleep. And I feel like Edward is. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I know he's not warm. Yeah. We know that very well. See, honestly, I'd be frigid. I get hot in my sleep, so that would so be great you for me. I love it. I'd be like, <laughs> Jacob? <laughs> Edward goes on a killing spree. <laughs> Later. Ah! I need my cuddle buddy. All right. So there's been a few times in this where I'm like, I'm dating Edward like in real life. And this is one of those times because Edward randomly asks her, should I sing to you, sing you to sleep? And that just sounds like something my boyfriend would say to me. Like just randomly off the wall. Should I sing you to sleep? I'm trying to think of a song that would be very like weird to sing to someone. <laughs> Well, okay, so we know Edward doesn't like 60s and 70s music. What yeah, kind of song are we going to be singing? Think. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> I'm trying to think of one. It'll come to me. Um, I do like, I don't know if we're there yet, but on page 404. He's definitely oh, singing. Oh, I'm way past that. I figured out. I when figured. he um says how he's pleasantly surprised that he finally has a day like this where he is with someone. Romantically. He feels such a way romantically. <laughs> he has found the kind of love that all of his brothers and sisters have. And he's just like, that's so good for me. Like, that's great. When I kept saying I figured it out, I figured it out. Would yeah, you tell like me. to? Oh. I had a song in my head, but I couldn't quite place it, and it hit me. It's Smack That by Eminem. <laughs> 
That's perfect. <laughs> I don't know that song. I do. I'm sure it's That's perfect. Why I'm singing and it. Edward would 100% sing it to Bella. He's <laughs> asleep. Do we need to play it right now? <laughs> Just sweetly. Like, on the floor. And her eyes open real big while they're spooning, and she's like, I can imagine this are, are scene. Are you sure that's what you want to see? Maybe we don't see. <laughs> he's just getting it. He's trying to do you, know what you know what this scene would happen in? That vampire sucks the way that That's a parody of this. This would literally happen in that movie. Like, I, I just imagine it. He's just sweetly petting her hair. On the floor. I'm going to start crying now. I'm already there. That's why my mental theater is a scary, dark place to be. We'll do <laughs> go back to a second to what Kayla was talking about. <laughs> I didn't mention the previous chapter, but I think it's in the chapter with the meadow scene where Edward uh, comes to the conclusion like, oh, there's not this separate monster entity of me. It's literally just all me. I just separated it from myself to make it easier to deal with. And he's like, which is not a great idea. But you know, same. Yeah. But I think that funnels into the idea of like him coming to this thought process now of, ah, wow, I finally have this. This is great. Like, mm-hmm. kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. So he's got to accept it all in order to, to get there. Yeah. yeah. And then um, on page 405, where he basically tells her that he will never leave her. Uh-huh. I was like, foreshadowing. But hey, if that didn't happen, then we wouldn't have Jacob as a love triangle and Edward get We to didn't bitch. need him as a love triangle. We, we really didn't. didn't. We didn't. I could deal with some BFF Jacob energy. That would be great. Okay. Support Jacob it. brings Jeez. the fun, if we're being honest. He does. <laughs> Bella asks why they do it, which I'm, I meant like why they... <laughs> what uh, are they doing? <laughs> why they abstain from drinking human blood. They should not have taken a sip while when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> Does it burn? <laughs> well, I didn't realize what was coming next. I knew it was in this chapter, but I didn't realize it was literally going to be the next bullet. And he believes they can rise above the hand they're dealt. My okay. thing is, is that the previous chapter, Bella like, lays her head on his chest and is like, this is enough. And then uh, like, it's all horny yeah. from there on now. This is all I need. The hey, sex. you know it would be a fun idea. Okay, before we get to the okay. sex part, I do, hey, I don't remember where it is. I'm not going to find it right now either. But he talks about how like, vampires were also created by God. Oh yeah. It's cool. I don't remember where that is either. But I was very much like, oh, we're going with the creationism concept when it comes to vampires, like which I feel like it's Stephanie Meyer implementing her yeah. beliefs clearly. Was it this chapter or the next chapter? I feel like it was when we're talking about Carlisle. Well, it is mentioned in this chapter. Okay, yeah, because he on it. he goes on to explain it. I don't think he completely. He's like, he doesn't. We completely, were created by the same power, or like something like that. Yeah, he doesn't completely agree with it, but he finds it easier yep. to explain yep. it through Carlisle's mm-hmm. point of view. Yeah. Okay. So moving on. Moving on, the sex talk I've been waiting to talk oh about. Oh, God. So, since we started this podcast, I've been waiting patiently, silently, through all of y'all's crap <laughs> to get to this one. Are you talking about my crap? <laughs> my crap, too. I couldn't think of the word at the time. Oh, my God. Okay, y'all have no idea. I've just waited and waited and waited and waited to talk about this. So, here we are. Finally, Bella asks in the most polite way possible if vampires have sex. She asked in the most Bella way possible that's like you know that whole married thing that you were talking about do vampires get real married oh yeah okay. and he wheels in his mind you're spinning and he's like oh, oh. that is the most innocent way she could have asked that yeah <laughs> well also it's that but then also the thought of them getting married already and I'm just like that was a fast jump I know yeah. I wrote uh, wow they're in love really quickly oh my gosh this sex talk is real weird yeah. like that's what I wrote <laughs> I don't know because if it were me it'd be like vampire do they f- or is that <laughs> like how does that work yeah okay. i know i'd be very logistical about it be like how because we were talking you don't have blood running through your veins yeah. how does that work huh yeah and then like okay we're, we don't need to get into detail about <laughs> use your imagination if you if you don't that's fine but it was just interesting yeah no, I, the whole like concept of vampires doing this was whatever i've thought about that before and i was over that but just the way that bella asked it yeah. i was like we're not gonna say the words are we of course we're not because Stephanie Meyer would never put this on page. No. 
I mean, it also brings up the whole plot hole of like just vampire anatomy in general. Like, yeah. How, oh yeah. How do things even work? And, like physically. I mean, like <laughs> I kind of explained the boys, but female anatomy. I just I don't get it. I don't with vampires, not in normal <laughs> everyday situations. <laughs> I, I understand oh, enough, but <laughs> I don't understand how it works for female vampires, and that's all but I'm gonna I just get know into. They can't it. get pregnant. That's all we makes- got. Makes sense, but also doesn't. If yeah. a male vampire can impregnate, yeah. why can't a female vampire? And like, it's not fair. No, it's not. Poor Rosalie. This would be a whole other story. Rosalie just wants a baby. Yeah. yeah. It's Can you imagine Emma being a dad? Yes, it'd be great. I know. It would be awesome. He'd be <laughs> like, have the little carrier. That's yeah. what I was imagining. I was just thinking now. like toddler, like them having a and toddler, and then like at that being point he's really just hanging them from their legs. Yes. Yeah. Yes, really rough with the toddler, and Rosalie being like, stop. And he being like, what? This is fun. And the toddler's like doing his makeup. I could see that with a little like, girl. And they get into Rosalie's makeup and she's kind of pissed, but it's kind of cute. So she's okay with it. Aw, Stephanie. Yeah. Why did you do cuteness? this? I mean, we got Edward and Bella's baby, which don't care. we weren't really which was impressed with. Really creepy in the movies. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> no. Anyway, back to the sex talk <laughs> of the century or lack thereof. Edward says he would worry about breaking. <laughs> her which is a bold statement from a virgin let me just be real <laughs> i think he means because he's like <laughs> a statue made of stone yeah i mean I, I got that i was just <laughs> trying to make it funny <laughs> i mean i was being funny but yeah i like how he said it was hard not to imagine i refocused <laughs> okay with the horny vampires i think i can mention my heather's the musical real quick um we need to correlate <laughs> no the song dead girl walking which is whenever um veronica is finally like okay jd i'm probably gonna die tomorrow let's do this thing yeah and there's some like great lines i was like imagine bella singing this and it's like she's like talking about how she's gonna die the next day and everything and she's like i could change my name and ride up to seattle but i don't own a motorbike wait there's a solution that i like let's spend these however many hours getting freaky <laughs> and she's like kiss me i'm a dead girl walking let's do this i'm a dead girl walking like basically have sex with me because i'm a dead girl walking like imagine bella doing this it, it would be great it would be amazing. <laughs> another scene that imagine would imagine a like frisky bella <laughs> another scene that would I mean, happen in that vampire sex movie more <laughs> forward than the frisky bella we know today oh yeah because she hella horny let's yes. just be real Yes, yeah. yeah. And this, it wasn't so much the sex talk. It was this right here that really blew my mind. And I've just been waiting to talk about it. He asked her if she's a virgin. Mm-hmm. And like, she said she w- didn't have any romantic interest before then. And he's just like, I know love and lust don't always go hand in hand and like all this. But like, really? Yeah, it's right here. So he's like, I'm curious now, though. Have you ever? And she's like, um, I told you I've never felt like this about anyone before not even close and then he's thinking did she think i hadn't been paying attention and i'm like as sure as hell sounds like you haven't yeah. been paying attention i'm not that shocked by yeah. like his thought process though because yeah, bella just doesn't seem like the kind of girl who would do that kind of stuff like and i think he he's aware of that like she's head over heels for him she accepts the fact that he's a vampire like mm-hmm. i just like the this paragraph it says her use of the plural was a kind of acknowledgement i knew that she loved me the fact that we both had also lusted was definitely going to complicate yeah. matters. And I don't remember specifically, like, if Lust she always says complicates something, things. It complicates yes. matters for the next three books. <laughs> yeah. I remember specifically she says something that aligns with this, or if it's just the thought before her saying, like, do vampires get really married? But, like, I think it's implied that she wants to wait until marriage. I don't know, but I, I got that from some part of this chapter. Maybe that's just me reading into things. I didn't read that part, or apparently or something like because I, I, I feel like if edward even so much is i feel like if edward even so much is like said let's try it out okay rips clothes oh, yeah. off <laughs> which there's people like that out there who are like yeah i'm gonna wait 
until but if the right person comes along they're yeah. like okay whatever i also like how this last page of the the chapter she's like well do you find me attractive in that way at all and he's like i may not be human but i am a man yeah <laughs> i just love the little parts where he's like you know i do like feel things right yeah. and she's like oh do you <laughs> you don't say these things so how are we supposed to know we in the chapter with her talking her in her sleep some more yeah and she says edward i love you and he's like no Chapter 19, Home, which is chapter 15 in Twilight, The Cullens. Bella sleeps and Edward finishes the book he started earlier, of course. And he says it's his favorite book now. Of course. He contemplates her meeting the family. He leaves to prepare his family. When he gets there, Rosalie is waiting on the porch. She wants to talk. No, Alice sent her out there. Alice sent her out there. They need to talk. I love this part. This is my not my favorite part of the book. I don't know what my favorite part is. But this is a part where, like, you didn't get any other time. Yeah. And it was so important and it shows such growth. It and I was like, wow. We get this, something out of this, this book. This is like the scene that starts to where, like, I mean, before like reading this, I was like, okay, Rosalie's cool or whatever, but I wasn't as into her as you were. <laughs> no, Nobody this was is. the part I was like, finally, everyone will feel about Rosalie the way that I do. Yeah, that's <laughs> essentially what this scene started doing for me. So they go on a walk, and Edward tries to convince her to be nice or tolerate Bella. Yeah. After Rosalie explains herself, Edward realizes she's not simply being petty which i feel like if he was a good fucking mind, mind reader, reader he, he would know <laughs> rosalie's bothered by bella because bella has everything that rosalie wants mm-hmm. and yeah she expects bella to give all that up to be with edward and of course rosalie think that's a hella dumb idea yeah, yeah yeah which edward explains he doesn't want to change her and believes she'll eventually move on which is super sad to read it is sad but also rosalie's right in that he's hella dumb for thinking that so <laughs> He says, like, well, you didn't ask for permission to bring Emmett home. And she's like, that's different. And he says, yeah, it was more permanent. And she's like, wait, permanent? You're telling me that this whole Bella situation isn't permanent? Which was never her wheels start turning. And he's, she's like, oh, you're not planning on turning her, are you? Mm-hmm. I wanted to bring it up earlier, but I didn't feel like it was right to just yet that Edward doesn't expect this to last, which is why yeah. he's so consumed by this mm-hmm. and it doesn't seem fine. Yeah. Like, it doesn't seem eternal or infinite to him, which is why he tries to soak up as much time with her as he yeah. can because he doesn't feel like he's got long with her. Mm-hmm. Rosalie agreed to try, but was mad he was bringing her that day. Yeah. She's like, "Uh, no, no, no. I need more time than just a few hours. (laughs) Edward goes back after preparing everyone else. Charlie fixes her truck back after (laughs) unhooking the battery. Yeah, Bella. I don't know what happened. (laughs) Suddenly. Oh, she was still asleep when he did that. Yeah, all this is happening in the morn. Early in the morn. Bella wakes up after Charlie leaves an hour earlier and and goes to have a human moment. I like how she says that. Um, Give me a second. I need a human moment. (laughs) And all I can think of is she's going to go pee. That's what I thought time. every and time yeah. I actually holding it all night. I know Stephanie would never write that, but I'm just like, Bella really needs to go take a piss. And I don't know why <laughs> Do it's never like mentioned. There, it like wouldn't come out for a minute because she was so like on edge. Yeah. I mean, my thing is, is Edward can hear everything she's doing. So like, he I pee, would, Eddie boy. And here's the deal. Like I turn on water to go pee if I know that somebody like if it's oh, like, yeah, same in my house or something where I know like the walls are thin or something. The water is on. So I feel like Bella would do that too. She's like, he can hear. I'm going to try to Yeah, mask I, I feel like she would also do I have that. gone to the bathroom and way too many um, community bathrooms. Yeah. So. I, I have a fear of public toilets, so that doesn't work out for me. She comes back and curls up in his arms, which is a lot for a 24-hour period of physical contact for They're me. in it, though. They're, like, invested in each other. I know. Oh. One, one caress, and they're, like, whoop, already all up on each other. You know, this is our, a lot. <laughs> Earlier, I was like, Edward's Tracy Turnblad like <laughs> she touched me now he's like I just need all of her I can't get enough it's not just him though I mean like Bella's she's all over him and yeah. it's just like I don't know it just feels like a lot for two people <laughs> I feel like it's rushed because it's literally like a 24 hour period like. less than but she mentions that he's changed and he tells her it was okay because she stopped sleep, sleep talking long before he, he left she's like oh why did I say this time and she freaks out and he tells her she she said she loved him and she tells him she loves him again. 
However, he does not reply the same. <laughs> no. His response was, you are my life now. Which still is super sweet. I don't know. It feels weird that he's not being like, I love you too. I'm you conflicted. are my life now. I'm conflicted only I love you. I feel like it is not required for the other person to say it back. However, I feel like if I'm at that level with the person, they better damn well say it back to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because me, I feel like just saying love you is not good enough like you have to say I love you too mm-hmm. or either some variation of that that is not love you too or love ya or something like that and my boyfriend doesn't get that you are the moon the stars and the sun I want him to say things like that I eventually got it out of him that he worships the very ground I walk on which is what I want in a relationship <laughs> Did you say it and say repeat after me <laughs> well I was saying I was like I really don't want a relationship unless the guy I'm with worships the ground I walk on and he's like well you're lucky because you do he didn't say it. No. You said the word. So I did. It doesn't count. I know. That's what I'm saying. <sighs> he, I have to drive things out of him. Like, And he doesn't say you're pretty or you're beautiful. It's you look nice or that's nice. Or, and I'm like, give him a thesaurus. Yeah, that's not good enough. Considering I'll just go around complimenting people saying you look nice. So I know. <sighs> he tries, though. He gives me very odd compliments. I mean, A for effort. Yeah, <laughs> it's just he's not used to it. And I don't know how Edward's gotten so good at it because <laughs> my boyfriend has not yet figured it out yet. And he's got about 10 years on, on Edward's maturity <laughs> level. But enough of my self-inserts <laughs> and my projecting. Edward asks about breakfast and Bella Fane's fear. Oh, yeah, I love this scene so much. It's so funny. She, she's freaking out because he's she's pretending like he's talking about her being breakfast. Yeah, he goes breakfast time like he's suggested and she her eyes were round with terror her mouth fell open and her hands flew out to protect her throat and then she giggled and, and said kitty and you said I couldn't act <laughs> yeah I was reading that part in Twilight and she's like I'm gonna mess with him and I'm sure she doesn't she's like I'm so funny which gives Edward a mental breakdown <laughs> yeah he has a slight little, little he's like she doesn't take me seriously but really like she smells really good today after he recovers he picks her up tosses her over his shoulder and takes her to the kitchen. Side note, I've got a little note here that says, which I guess is a side note, I have it written down. <laughs> Robert Pattinson could never pull off that scene. Neither one of them. No, they no. couldn't be doing this scene. <laughs> Put me down. I still need to recast Twilight, but at this point, no. No, they could never. And I mean, it's a really cute scene because they're like happy and all this stuff. They're being kind of like normal human yeah. boyfriend, girlfriend kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Teenagers. Yeah. He watches her move in the kitchen, which I have to say, I hope people are my romantic partner. <laughs> thinks the same thing about me when I'm in the kitchen because he's like, she's so alluring in her natural element. And I'm a cook and I love like cooking and doing all that. So I feel like that should be how people view me. <laughs> he asks if she wants to meet the fam. She agrees with jitters, of course. Mm-hmm. She's nervous they won't like her. He says he wants to meet Charlie and they talk about labels. They DTR. She's- uh, whenever um, Bella says I'll always want you forever, he's like clearly her definition of forever and mine is very different. I like how he just decides that everything she does is like it's fleeting. Like, oh, yeah, I was about children. to say fleeting. Yeah. Bella- Which is why like literally every thought he has about her she does the exact opposite i'm like you gotta take her seriously when she says this stuff sometimes i wonder if edward actually knows what bella's like he's like very internally condescending towards her yeah like, i gotta say reading this i'm like yeah like he's in love with her but he doesn't take her seriously like he should well, he, he just thinks he's more invested than she is like, yeah in a way i guess but bella gets ready and comes downstairs they kiss and bella faints because she forgot to breathe <laughs> So stupid. I'm like, what? (laughs) I read that part and I was like, are you freaking serious? You don't just forget to breathe. You don't. No, people don't do that. Your human body does not do that. Unless he is squeezing you to death, you should still be breathing. Or for some odd reason, you hold your breath. Yeah. Which is what I think she was doing. The human body is supposed to like, instinct is supposed to kick in. Honey, no. Yeah, I know. I mean, I know of people that would hold their breath till they pass out. 
out. But go yeah. back for a second when she goes upstairs to uh, change her clothes and she's like, I'm decent. And he looks at her and he's like, no, you're indecent. And I'm like, Edward. Yeah, collarbones are showing again. <laughs> and the upper parts of your arms. That clavicle yeah. does things yeah. to me. I see your farmer's tan and it's getting me hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the scene that she has her hair back in a low pony. And the blue blouse from poor Angelus. The mm-hmm. first time he was like, well, damn, she cute. He decides it's his favorite. Anyway, they go to the Cullen house. They're greeted by Carlisle and Esme. Um, of course, Carlisle goes up first and greets her and Bella literally says one thing, which is pretty common. I can't hi? remember. Something like, hi, you're nice to see you again or right. something. Okay, yeah. to, to Carlisle, she yeah. says, it's nice to see you again, Dr. Cullen. And he's like, please call me Carlisle. And then Esme is like instantly smitten with her. Yeah. It's, like, <laughs> it's doing a, a normal thing that normal people do and she's like, oh my god, she's a doll. It, it says this. It says, it's very nice to know you, Esme said, affection radiating from her Honestly, smile. Honestly, if you were going to have a future mother-in-law, Esme is Esme. gold. Esme is gold. And then Esme thinks to Edward, she, she thinks, I adore her, Edward. Thank you for bringing her to see me. <laughs> to see me. <laughs> Specifically. about all the other people in this household. She saw me. me. <laughs> I feel like, but he does mention that Esme is a homebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that she's essentially an introvert. Yes, because whenever I was listening to that earlier while I was doing laundry, I was like, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've never related to Esme more than now. Yeah, I guess she assumes because everybody else sees her, has saw her out in public that technically he was bringing her mm-hmm. to meet Esme. Yeah, I guess that makes sense, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, kind of. Alice and Jasper waiting for their cue to enter stage right. <laughs> and go, go, go. It's like doing curtain call, I swear. They're like, go, go, go. Because and Alice, Alice doesn't run inhumanly down the stairs, it is stated. She like skips down the stairs and hugs her and kisses her on the, on the cheek. cheek. Yeah. And I'd be like, hi, it's nice to officially meet you. Like Edward. Edward knows. And he's just like, oh my God. <laughs> Alice. She is the annoying little sister. <laughs> he just kind of looks around and like thinks about it for a minute and he's like so where's Alice and Jasper <laughs> he's like <laughs> so where's Alice and Jasper <laughs> but of course Alice introduces herself in the most Alice way possible which Edward's not entirely happy about but you know whatever Jasper was setting a calming and easy mood for everybody <laughs> he's like Spidey powers come on <laughs> And he's like far away. Carlisle tells Edward about the strangers coming, which he decides he'll make plans about it later. Yeah, I just, like why you have to tell me this? I stuff? just like yeah. how Jasper is laying it on thick with his like his, using his power here. He's also probably trying to concentrate on something else other than the yeah. human in his household. Yeah, I feel like he's just. I think he wants it to go well for Edward mm-hmm. and Alice and Alice. Yeah, yeah. I'm like seventy percent sure that Alice is like, okay, this is the mood I want you to set for the evening. <laughs> You stand right here. I'll stand right here. Make sure everyone feels this. If not, I'm going to not do that thing that you like. <laughs> Freaking love Jasper. I don't care what you say. He's like, okay, okay. I get it. I get it. Like, uh, Thanks, honey. Bella eyes the piano and Esme gives one of the oddest lines in the book. <laughs> oh, did you not know Edward was musical? Which is weird to say. That is a weird line. <laughs> did you not know? It's part of Alice's plan. She handed them an itinerary. <laughs> she's like, okay, Jasper and I will make our descent right now. Jasper, this is the mood you're setting. Here's mm-hmm. how the lights need to hit. We need to make sure we have the blinds open just right. You stand there, there, and there. And then Esme, say the line. <laughs> so she like snaps her fingers to Esme, and Esme's like, <clears throat> Bella, did you not know Edward was musical? Yeah. And the piano like opens. <laughs> no, they're like, that's what happened, y'all. No, they were like, we have not- to clue clue in Bella that Edward can play instruments because this will make her fall more and more in love with him. Yeah. It's literally Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Like Lumiere and I don't know how involved Cogsworth is. I don't remember. I've seen this and have been in this. 
but Lumiere's like, okay, let's set the mood. Oh, let's yeah, make sure Belle likes him. Yeah. I forgot I was in that play. Sorry. I just, it came I to can me. remember you going across the stage, Peyton. I, I mean, will, six, six. I will never forget it. I was <laughs> But marvelous. yeah, they're trying to set the mood. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I'm looking at the guide right now because I do want to mention that they never mention Edward playing any other instrument besides the piano. The piano. But in the guide, he has multiple instruments yeah. that he can play and he sings apparently well yeah he was singing earlier Peyton come on he <laughs> has sung several times smack that smack that give me some more I don't know if that's what I was referencing but yeah remember I don't think he actually sang in that part but we're gonna keep it that's canon now Stephanie get your quill out in pot ready hon we're going we got some edits yes that's how Stephanie I Meyer I have started to face in my book. I'll make sure to insert that in there at some point. <laughs> a sticky note or something. Edward surprise, is musical. Surprise. Not Edward is a virtuoso. Edward plays many instruments. Edward can play this piano right here. He can play four songs on this piano. <laughs> <laughs> and on that, the pedal does get a little sticky, but it's okay. He can work his way around it. And that keyboard Wait, over there, what? he can make beats on. And he can press play and they play the instrument for him. What? Also, so it's funny you mentioned that because I do have a piano that was made the year that Edward was born and the pedals do stick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The keys don't exactly work on some of them. He, he I like, need to get gets it refurbished. to a piano that works just fine. He's like, damn it. <laughs> sticky pedal. <laughs> it's a cool sound, but I hit this note. So Edward plays the piano for her, and Jasper keeps laughing for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> the giggles. He does. Because he's just like, like, not part of the plant. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know why he keeps laughing, but he does. Bella's shocked at this point, and she's like, oh, and Jasper's like, laughing. like, man, he sucks. <laughs> I was like, is he not laughing at Bella's reaction? Like, yeah, he is, huh? but it's just strange that he, I don't know if it's because of the emotion she's given out or something. Probably, never yeah. really. Maybe Jasper's just all of us in this situation where yeah. he's like, what the f*** going on? <laughs> like, yeah, Maybe that's he's honestly laughing. me. I would be laughing. <laughs> Maybe he's laughing at the play that Alice <laughs> Is Maybe brought he just on. hits the wrong key and Jasper's like, that's funny. So everybody leaves them. I'm pretty sure uh, Jasper doesn't want to leave because of the feeling, if I'm not mistaken, in this point, but I don't know for no, sure. No, it's in uh, the... I know it's later, but yeah, I don't know if it starts no off. Idea. It's in the scene where uh, Bella's in Edward's room. Yeah. Edward and Bella talk about Rosalie and Emmett not being there and then everybody else's reactions. He mentions the strangers to Bella. They have a house tour and find the cross... And they talk about Carlisle for a bit. Bella says she has a few questions about Carlisle. I got to the part where Bella has a tear and Edward picks it oh. up with his finger. And oh my <laughs> gosh. And yeah. puts it in his mouth. Okay. <laughs> I've read this in other books. So in A Court of Thorns and Roses, mm-hmm. the first book, it's not even the guy she's with at the moment. It's the other guy that they have a thing later on. He licks the tear from her cheeks. So that's all I could think about during this part. And I'm like, what's the f-ing weird thing with tears. And he says, maybe this will stay a part of me forever, even when she's gone. I have a drama and also gross. Reba, I don't want to reenact this scene with you. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> you got no tears left to cry? Bella has a few more questions about Carlisle and Edward says he'll show her. That's the end of the chapter. Yeah, we're ending on a weird part, but this is just how it figured out. I mean, we're going to learn more about Carlisle, even though Carlisle can't stay for long. He's got business <laughs> to take care of. Also, I want to point out that all this is happening like at 10 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, okay. And things are just going to progress real fast from here because I didn't realize the timeline. Yeah. I know. Quick. so fast. I know. I was like, oh I God, we're nearing the end of the part of the book, like where things really start happening. Yeah. yeah. Things are going to pick up. They're going to stop talking and caressing each other all the time. Yeah. Things are going to get wild. But Bella and Edward are going to get separated at one point. Mm-hmm. And we don't know what happens from Edward's point of view. Or I don't because I never read this part. I'm actually excited to read that. Yeah. Unlike some of this other Sorry. All the happy Love couple it. stuff is gross. I well, don't care Between for them, it. it's kind of gross. <laughs> no, between most, I'm like, I'm like, I need longing looks or bickering. Yeah. <laughs> Give me something. I didn't really, really realize it with Twilight, but when I first read Midnight Sun, I was like, this progresses really fast. Yes. The next few chapters are 
I guess the rest of the book only spans like two or three days. Yeah, yeah. We got the baseball game. We got other vamps coming into town. <laughs> Going to Arizona. Having to run. And it goes down. Honestly, we're at the high point of the real. book. We've been, you know, tripping our way down this book. Mm-hmm. Just trying to meet each other, get to know each other, becoming a couple, falling in love with each other, evidently. Deciding what forever means to us. And yeah, we're, we're getting there. I mean, it will be interesting to see, like, Edward, see what Edward's thinking about the time when they separate. Like, she goes off to, like, run away with Alice and Jasper and the rest of them stay behind mm-hmm. to, like, cover their tracks. They're not together, so Edward's off, like, with Carlisle and the rest of the family while Bella's over here. So, mm-hmm. it's gonna be interesting to see that. But also, I kind of wish I'd know what Jasper was thinking, Jasper and Alice were thinking during, like, the whole fleeing with Bella part. Yeah, yeah. That'd be interesting to see that point of view. I would I Give us another 10 years. We'll get it. Mm-hmm. I don't care much about Alice's point of view. I want to hear Jasper's point of view. I do, too. Because he's locked in a car with a human girl. And like, he's like, why did I get put on this? Why am I on B team? I wanted to be on A team. Come on. <laughs> I don't know, though, because like he likes tactical things. Yeah, he does. I'm sure he's planning out how things are going to mm-hmm. go down. And also, he's got to protect Alice. Well, like, that's his main he's concern. He's attempting to plan how things are going down. And then Bella screws it up. Bella, Bella screws up everything up. because she can't f- understand. But honestly, if we didn't anything. have such a stupid character, nothing would happen. That's, that's true. true. I mean, we could have a smart character. That would be fun. But that's not what we're given. I so feel like if there's a smart character, there would be a lot more sarcasm and it'd be hilarious. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That was it for today with Mind Ever Mather and Home. Next time we will be discussing Chapter 20, Carlisle, and Chapter 21, The Game. We are going to go down swinging. It's going down. Probably not. I'm yelling to um, But yeah, I think that's about it for today. We Thank you. different Songs. I, I know we did. Totally different. <laughs> oh, I know what you're you're talking about. I was referencing baseball. We were referencing um Fresh and Pitbull and Fallout Boy. Fallout Boy. I was like, oh, things it's that. Going okay. <laughs> yeah. But thank you so much for Should listening. We're going down swinging. Sorry. <laughs> thank you so much for you. listening to this episode of Let's Call It Nothing. Hope you tune in next time, and we'll see you then.